0: Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App, and we are here September 15th on the second day of reading the book of Hosea. Now, this is a story that is helping us understand the pain that God goes through when we turn our back on Him. So follow along as I read if you can out of the New International Version. Otherwise, let me read this over you, and I will share a quick thought afterwards before we end our time together. So here we go. In the book of Hosea, chapter 4. Hear the word of the Lord, you Israelites, because the Lord has a charge to bring against you who live in the land. There is no faithfulness, no love, no acknowledgement of God in the land. There is only cursing, lying and murder, stealing and adultery. They break all bounds, and bloodshed follows bloodshed. Because of this, the land dries up, and all who live in it waste away. The beasts of the field, the birds in the sky, and the fish in the sea are swept away. But let no one bring a charge. Let no one accuse another. For your people are like those who bring charges against a priest. You stumble day and night, and the prophets stumble with you. So I will destroy your mother. My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priests. Because you have ignored the law of your God, I will also ignore your children. The more priests there were, the more they sinned against me. They exchanged their glorious God for something disgraceful. They fed on the sins of my people and relished their wickedness. And it will be like people, like priests. I will punish both of them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. They will eat but not have enough. They will engage in prostitution but not flourish because they have deserted the Lord to give themselves to prostitution. Old wine and new wine take away their understanding. My people consult a wooden idol and a diviner's rod speaks to them. A spirit of prostitution leads them astray. They are unfaithful to their God. They sacrifice on the mountaintops and burn offerings on the hills. Under oak Poplar, and Terebinth, where the shade is pleasant. Therefore your daughters turn to prostitution, and your daughters-in-law to adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they turn to prostitution, nor your daughters-in-law when they commit adultery, because the men themselves consort with harlots and sacrifice with shrine prostitutes. A people without understanding will come to ruin. Though you, Israel, commit adultery, Do not let Judah become guilty. Do not go to Gilgal. Do not go up to Beth-Avon. And do not swear, as surely as the Lord lives. The Israelites are stubborn, like a stubborn heifer. How, then, can the Lord pasture them like lambs in a meadow? Ephraim is joined to idols. Leave him alone. Even when their drinks are gone, they continue their prostitution. Their rulers dearly love shameful ways. A whirlwind will sweep them away, and their sacrifices will bring them shame. Hosea chapter 5 Hear this, you priests. Pay attention, you Israelites. Listen, royal house. This judgment is against you. You have been a snare at Mizpah, a net spread out on Tabor. The rebels are knee-deep in slaughter. I will discipline all of them. I know all about Ephraim. Israel is not hidden from me. Ephraim, you have now turned to prostitution. Israel is corrupt. Their deeds do not permit them to return to their God. A spirit of prostitution is in their heart. They do not acknowledge the Lord. Israel's arrogance testifies against them. The Israelites, even Ephraim, stumble in their sin. Judah also stumbles with them. When they go with their flocks and herds to seek the Lord, they will not find him. He has withdrawn himself from them. They are unfaithful to the Lord. They give birth to illegitimate children. When they celebrate their new moon feasts, he will devour their fields. Sound the trumpet in Gibeah, the horn in Ramah. Raise the battle cry in beth Aven. Lead on, Benjamin. Ephraim will be laid waste on the day of reckoning. Among the tribes of Israel, I proclaim what is certain. Judah's leaders are like those who move boundary stones. I will pour out my wrath on them like a flood of water. Ephraim is oppressed, trampled in judgment, intent on pursuing idols. I am like a moth to Ephraim, like rot to the people of Judah. When Ephraim saw his sickness and Judah his sores, then Ephraim turned to Assyria and sent to the great king for help. But he is not able to cure you not able to heal your sores, for I will be like a lion to Ephraim, like a great lion to Judah. I will tear them to pieces and go away. I will carry them off with no one to rescue them. Then I will return to my lair until they have borne their guilt, and seek my face in their misery, they will earnestly seek me. Hosea chapter 6. Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces, but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us, that we may live in his presence. Let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us press on to acknowledge him. As surely as the sun rises, he will appear. He will come to us like the winter rains, like the spring rains that water the earth. What can I do with you, Ephraim? What can I do with you, Judah? Your love is like the morning mist, like the early dew that disappears. Therefore, I cut you in pieces with my prophets. I killed you with the words of my mouth. Then my judgments go forth like the sun. For I desire mercy, not sacrifice, in acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. As at Adam, they have broken the covenant, They were unfaithful to me there. Gilead is a city of evildoers, stained with the footprints of blood. As marauders lie in ambush for a victim, so do bands of priests. They murder on the road to Shechem, carrying out their wicked schemes. I have seen a horrible thing in Israel. There Ephraim is given to prostitution. Israel is defiled. Also for you, Judah, a harvest is appointed. Whenever I would restore the fortunes of my people. Hosea chapter 7 Whenever I would heal Israel, the sins of Ephraim are exposed and the crimes of Samaria revealed. They practice deceit. Thieves break into houses, bandits rob in the streets, but they do not realize that I remember all their evil deeds. Their sins engulf them, they are always before me. They delight the king with their wickedness, the princes with their lies. They are adulterers, burning like an oven, whose fire the baker need not stir, from the kneading of the dough till it rises. On the day of the festival of our God, the princes become inflamed with wine, and he joins hands with the mockers. Their hearts are like an oven, they approach him with intrigue. Their passion smolders all night. In the morning, it blazes like a flaming fire. All of them are hot as an oven. They devour their rulers. All their kings fall, and none of them calls on me. Ephraim mixes with the nations. Ephraim is a flat loaf not turned over. Foreigners sap his strength, but he does not realize it. His hair is sprinkled with gray, but he does not notice. Israel's arrogance testifies against him, but despite all this, He does not return to the Lord his God or search for him. Ephraim is like a dove, easily deceived and senseless, now calling to Egypt, now turning to Assyria. When they go, I will throw my net over them. I will put them down like the birds in the sky. I will hear them flocking together. I will catch them. Woe to them, because they have strayed from me. Destruction to them, because they have rebelled against me. I long to redeem them, but they speak about me falsely. They do not cry out to me from their hearts, but wail on their beds. They slash themselves, appealing to their gods for grain and new wine. But they turn away from me. I trained them and strengthened their arms, but they plot evil against me. They do not turn to the Most High. They are like a faulty bow. Their leaders will fall by the sword because of their insolent words. For this, they will be ridiculed in the land of Egypt. Hosea chapter 8 Put the trumpet to your lips. An eagle is over the house of the Lord, because the people have broken my covenant and rebelled against my law. Israel cries out to me, Our God, we acknowledge you. But Israel has rejected what is good. An enemy will pursue him. They set up kings without my consent. They choose princes without my approval. With their silver and gold, they make idols for themselves to their own destruction. Samaria, throw out your calf idol. My anger burns against them. How long will they be incapable of purity? They are from Israel. This calf, a metal worker, has made it. It is not God. It will be broken in pieces, that calf of Samaria. They sow the wind and reap the whirlwind. The stalk has no head. It will produce no flower. Were it to yield grain, foreigners would swallow it up. Israel is swallowed up. Now she is among the nations like something no one wants. For they have gone up to Assyria like a wild donkey wandering alone. Ephraim has sold her to lovers. Although they have sold themselves among the nations, I will now gather them together. They will begin to waste away under the oppression of the mighty king. Though Ephraim built many altars for sin offerings— These have become altars for sinning. I wrote for them many things of my law, but they regarded them as something foreign. Though they offer sacrifices as gifts to me, and though they eat the meat, the Lord is not pleased with them. Now he will remember their wickedness and punish their sins. They will return to Egypt. Israel has forgotten their maker and built palaces. Judah has fortified many towns. But I will send fire on their cities, that will consume their fortresses. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So in this last chapter, chapter 8, we see what's really happening here. Listen to chapter 8, verse 8 one more time. It says, Israel is swallowed up. Now she is among the nations like something no one wants. So it's interesting that God is setting his people up to be different than everybody else. And the beauty of that is, it's very attractive actually to be different than the rest of society. When we do this right, when we honor God with our lives, it should draw people to us. We should be the type of person that everybody wants around. Employers would want employees who serve the Lord. Parents would want son and daughter-in-laws that would serve the Lord. Neighbors would want other neighbors who serve the Lord. When we do it right, it makes us attractive. But what is God saying here? He's saying that Israel has become just like everybody else, and now nobody wants her because she has not stood out against all the other nations. Look, God is actually trying to set you up to be a representative of His. When done properly, it makes you so attractive that people just want to be around you. They want to understand you and know what you stand for. That's the type of person that God is setting us up to be as his children. It's why Jesus said it this way, They'll know you're my disciples by the way you love. So let me ask you this question. How desirable is it for people to be around you? Are you the type of person that represents God and so others are drawn to you? Or have you treated people and the things of God in a way that makes you actually detestable to them? God would want to set you up to be His, to set you apart from everything else around you. So allow His Holy Spirit to search you and to change you so that you can be His people once again. And in so doing, He will set you up to be a representative for him that others will be attracted to. So be that type of person that's set apart and labeled by the Lord and allow God to use you to draw others into his presence. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.